Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. Is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie 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 and then again they will do worse than that they will do whatever is necessary the clintons are criminals remember that this is well documented 
And the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement and we will take back this country for you and we will make America great again. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. That's Vince Tagliavia. This is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. We are live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Monday, Wednesdays and Thursdays, and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesdays. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy of communism coming into America, the infiltration instead of evasion. The destabilization of our political, our social, our economic systems, our cultural systems, our academic systems, the destruction of the United States of America and the usurping of the United States Constitution. And today's episode is Trump, the return. And I thought that that speech, which he gave at CPAC in 2016, was the perfect intro for today because it is a, a good reminder of why we are doing this, of why this is happening, of what is really happening. Even so, some of those things aren't very true anymore in the sense of uh, TPP and the Clinton Global Initiative. A lot of those things are true. Instead, we have a different enemy that has risen up in the sense of the power structures, and that is Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. You know, there's a few words to say about Joe Biden. Let's listen to this here. Fuck Joe Biden. What? I said, fuck Joe Biden. I heard you the first time. I just wanted to hear it again. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> That's a good one. I, I like that one. Time. That I was just good. Wanted to hear you again. I don't remember that. I first time. I just wanted to hear you again. <laughs> I got to remember that one. All right. So hey, that reminds me of a prank I did on some uh, some Trump supporter at the grocery store here he was wearing a trump hat and i was got behind him in line a few weeks ago and uh i was like oh my gosh i put my stuff on the little 
thing to pay yeah. and he's right in front of me. I'm like, oh man, you're really going to vote for that crook? And he turns around. He's like, yeah, I am. And I was like, I'm just kidding. Me too. And he's just, <laughs> it was funny. I thought it was funny. but It is kind of funny. You're going to vote for that criminal? What'd you say, boy? I'm just joking. I am too, man. I yeah. am too. But if you're new here to the Red Pill Project, The Daily Dose, please subscribe, follow, like, share. Yeah. Uh, we get really in-depth into the narrative and how the narrative is played out, and we help to formulate what's known as the counter-narrative. We live in a world of information warfare, psychological warfare, and this is the biggest domain that it's playing out on is the internet. And so we have a motto here at the Red Pill Project, never believe anything anybody tells you, no matter who they are or what authority they possess or profess, unless you can prove it with your own research, investigation, through your own inquiry, and through your own volition. And that even means me and Vince and everybody here in the Red Pill Project. Don't believe one word of it. Go out there and validate it to yourself. Go out there and prove it to yourself. Because in this world that we live in today, information is of the utmost importance. How well informed you are is of the utmost importance. And I've been saying for the longest time, Vince as well, that we have a uni party, that the Republicans and the Democrats are just the left and the right wings of the same bird. And um, we've been watching this Republican Congress kind of not do very much since they came into power. And this yeah. is a problem. We've they been saying expectations, not in the expectations. Well, Matt gets today. Let's listen to what he does, because mm -hmm. this is this is just beautiful of what he does when he nominates Donald Trump as Speaker of the House. Let's listen to this. What purpose does the gentleman from Florida rise? To place a name and nomination for the position of Speaker of the House. The gentleman is recognized. My friends, when Donald Trump was president, taxes were cut, regulations were slashed, energy was abundant, wages were rising, capital was returning from overseas to fund the dreams and ambitions of our fellow Americans, and the economy was roaring. What a contrast to what we have seen from this administration now. And so I rise to nominate Donald Trump for the position of Speaker of the House. And for all of the vitriol that we hear from the media and at times the left, there were great moments of bipartisanship under the Trump presidency. And the Democrat nominee for Speaker knows that well because he led valiantly on the efforts for criminal justice reform, and I was honored to join him. And I know no matter who's sitting in that speaker chair, we got a lot of work to do on that very issue. We took a first step, but there's a second step and a third step to take. And I'm glad that we were able to work with President Trump, with Republicans, and with Democrats to provide real outcomes for Americans to create greater prosperity and more opportunity. I also care deeply about President Trump's focus on our nation's veterans. It seemed for far too long on the campaign trail, veterans were disregarded, forgotten about. When we would get elected to office, their issues would not always rise and get center stage, but we were able to pass veterans' uh, accountability measures. We were able to actually get people fired at the VA who weren't doing their job. What a great thing that would be to extend and continue and to continue to nourish. President Trump oriented our views on trade so that we actually put the American people first, not foreign interests abroad or special interests here at home. President Trump knew that we had to confront China, 
that China had already engaged in a trade war against us, but it was a war that we were surrendering, and so we started to fight back. He stood with our farmers. And on foreign policy, we stopped trying to find a new Jefferson, Jeffersonian democracy to build out of sand and blood and Arab militias in the Middle East. Matter of fact, President Trump, I believe, is the first president of my lifetime that didn't start any new wars. This is an issue that I know unites some elements of the right and left for the benefit of our communities. Will the House be in order? This government for far too long has been deeply corrupt. This town has been deeply corrupt. The way people get leadership positions and chairmanships and opportunities to be able to morally preen has been by accepting lobbyist and special interest money and redistributing that money as currency for favors. And that is not a criticism of, of either political party. It is a criticism of what we have allowed to happen in this place. And if we just go next man up on our side of the aisle, we will reify that corrupt system and we will abandon the people who are expecting us to fight for them. I have heard from my colleagues about all the important work we have to do and it is my sincere fear that if we were to allow Mr. McCarthy to assume the speakership, that would not get done. That it would be business as usual and the very same things that have paralyzed progress for both parties would continue to shackle us to never-ending failure. We can be better than that. We can raise our gaze indeed. We also have to restore to the Speaker's office an actual person that ought to be in the Speaker's office, not the squatter who is currently there. And if the architect of the Capitol is listening, I sent a letter and I would like to know what the basis is to allow somebody to occupy the Speaker's office who comes in second place ten straight times. Is there like some basis in law or rule or precedent for that? And so I nominate President Trump because we must make our country great again, and he can start by making the House of Representatives great again. He absolutely yeah. nailed it. Just on fire. Not a lot so, of ones. So this is, this is epic, because this is something we've been talking about for years, okay? We were talking about this last year. We were talking about this year before. Trump making a return to the White House surely. Okay, we yeah. discuss how that could happen. He, he could become Republicans can win. He can become speaker. Okay, now Trump is considering a trip to the Capitol ahead of the speaker vote on Wednesday. Yeah, to attend some sort of meeting. Yeah, but isn't that the same day that something else is happening in in Washington? What day? Wednesday next week. What? Isn't that the day the impeachment hearings begin against Joe Biden? Yeah. So uh, Trump has released a statement indicating his willingness to serve as Speaker of the House. Yeah. He says, I'm willing to do whatever is necessary. Now, I want, I, I, I looked into this because yeah. when I realized that the reality of the situation, okay? Yeah. When we start to realize the reality of the situation, what would happen if Donald Trump Trump became Speaker of the House? Which, by oh. the way, which yeah. by the way, there's a lot of reports out there that Matt Gates and Donald Trump have a ton of support in Congress. And as you were hearing from Matt Gates, there, I don't think it's just Republican. Oh wow! That the Democrats, the Democrats are going to start trying to save their asses in the whole situation. I think they are. 
Wow. Yeah, I think, I mean, to be very vague, I think people are going to just fall in line. Things are going to get better. What do you think? So this is what I said. Well, why Trump as speaker is massive. The speaker has subpoena power during impeachment. Biden admin is politically persecuting Trump. Now the irony is where Trump gets to impeach Biden. Trump would control the rules of impeachment. You can control the rules of the House. Trump can also start the process of the 25th Amendment against Biden and Vice President Harris. Remember the cocaine of the White House that many yeah. reports Bongino were saying were hers. Trump could also have the ability to negotiate peace between Ukraine and Russia. The whole world is watching. This could be the positioning to unite the Republicans and get Donald Trump back into the presidency before 2024. This will be absolutely epic. He now, fix everything before he's even president. Yeah, that's that'll right. get him elected. Now, do you remember all this? The 20 was the 25th amendment, the amendment, the arrow in the quiver planned. October 8th, 2020. How long ago was it expected POTUS would be in critical health and state? And then it says, respond 2000 uh, COVID-19. We knew it back then. Recovery unexpected, impossible to unwind. Okay. Interesting, right? So mm-hmm. all of this stuff, think about projection. Think about if they were really talking about Joe Biden here. Now, I want to bring a few things in here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, man, this is just. Please do. This is this is good. Bring this it in. Good. Bring it in. Because there's there's a few points here that people are forgetting about. Okay, I'm going to play just a short little clip of Joe Biden speaking here. Ready for this one? Yes. Mr. President. President wrote a very generous letter. I have it's because it was private. I will. Uh, I talk about it until I talk to him, but uh, it was generous. What letter did Donald Trump leave on Joe Biden's desk that was very generous that Biden even says, I'm not going to talk about it till I talk to him. And what was Joe Biden calling him? I don't know. Calling him president. The president wrote me a very generous letter. Yeah. Very interesting semantics so what did donald trump offer joe biden who knows i I believe what donald trump offered joe biden was a pardon of hunter biden and his family for for what's about to come because you gotta remember so the house can impeach and then the Senate can prosecute and remove. Okay. And then criminal inquiry can be sent to the DOJ. Now, if an impeachment against Joe Biden passes both houses, and I talked about how this is possible with the, the audio recordings that are going to be released when it goes to the Senate or even potentially next week, when this happens, the DOJ cannot ignore this. And if the Senate approves to remove Joe Biden, the Senate or the DOJ now has to go investigate. But here's the other thing. Is who said they're going to stop with Joe Biden? That's what I'm kind of imagining. Mayorkas, kind of is. Wait, what? Ray, right? I'm, Garland. Yeah, I'm thinking basically Joe Biden's going to get immunity, 
in exchange for everybody else is going to get the hammer. And of course, he's going to throw him under the bus. He's crooked Joe. What are you expecting? Joe Biden is going to sell out everybody to save himself. Yep, did we lose Vince? Yep, looks like we lost Vince. That's okay. Yeah, yeah I'm back. My apologies. <clears throat> so there was another interesting point that came out with a lot of this stuff. And I have to go to True Social to pull it up real quick. And I okay. wasn't going to show this, but I, I, I didn't post it because it's kind of like speculative. Uh-huh. Right? Okay. Yeah, so disclaimer, fine. That's fine. But I'm like, if Donald Trump is is posting this stuff, uh-huh. like, where's the relevance for this? Like, why isn't he doing some type of Q reference to all this stuff, right? Okay. So then I saw this. Trump says here, I'm running for president. I have a 62-point lead over Republicans, and I am up on crooked, crooked Joe Biden, despite the Democrat Party's massive lawfare, weaponization, election interference efforts by 4 to 11 points. Interesting number there, 4 to 11 points. But we'll do whatever is necessary to help with the Speaker of the House selection process, short term, until the final selection of a great Republican speaker is made. A speaker who will help a new but highly experienced president, me, make America great again. Okay, this was posted at 5.38 a.m. I know it says 4.38. I'm central time. This was posted at 5.38 a.m. Let's go to post 5.38. Because this is where it kind of gets interesting. Post 538, be aware of major false flag attempts this week. Know your surroundings. Change the news cycle will be needed. Interesting. The silence will not last forever. Tactics shifts to threats and hostages to obtain rogue ops. Uh, what do we have going on here? Tons of different stuff. But this is what got me. 14th of January, 2018. What month is January? The first month. So 114, right? 114? Mm -hmm. What are the odds that Donald Trump does a post with a timestamp that matches a Q post? And in that post... He puts odd numbers like one, oh. one, and four. Oh. Huh. Four to 11 points. Yeah, it's a little uncanny. And then if we're looking at it backwards, one, 14, right? Yep. Then let's take 62 because, by the way, he doesn't have a 62-point lead. Mm -hmm. Okay? And this is, I, I know, I know, I know, but I got to come back to it. So if 62 is reversed, we get what? 26. Yeah. November 1st, 2017. Think about it logically. The only way is military fully controlled, saving spread once 11.3 verifies first market, biggest advance drop on the poll. Hmm. Hmm. Could he be hinting towards something? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Like I said, I didn't want to post all that because it's far out but, there, but it's interesting. There seems to be some coinkadinks, which I'll yep. flag in my book. But so there's a lot of other things happening today. So we had a a turkey drone was shot down over Syria by an F-16. Now, Turkey is a NATO ally. Yes. Um, right. Not good shooting down their drones. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Now, why is Turkey operating a drone in Syria? They're not part of the mission there. Um, but apparently they had permission from the sources that I've heard that they had airspace permission to be in Syria. 
So the U.S. shot them down. By the way, the U.S. doesn't have congressional approval to be in Syria. They don't have military or congressional funding to be in Syria. And we have a base there. We're not supposed to be there. Syria doesn't want us there. And Turkey has talked about many times about how nobody should be there. Leave Syria alone. And so this is like China being illegally in Mexico. I know that's kind of funny, right? But imagine if China had military troops in Mexico and Mexico was like, we don't want them here. And the U.S. flew a drone over Mexico and China shot it down. And China was like, we warned you. That's war. That's, that's war. There you go. And we know Turkey has been this one country that is variable within NATO. They were against Sweden and Finland, call them terrorist nations. They bribed them with F-16s. Um, yeah. uh, Drogan is really good friends with Putin. We know this. Yeah. Uh, they want to join BRICS. So I think that we're going to see Turkey's final move of out of uh, BRIC or out of NATO here very, very shortly. Now, what does that have to do with Donald Trump? Donald Trump is going to come in as Speaker of the House. Mm-hmm. He can call for deliberations on these topics. He can put a word out to the world. Putin, come on into Washington, D.C. I want to talk to you. Imagine. Imagine. Remember Zelensky two weeks ago? Yeah. What did Zelensky say? I want to hear Donald Trump's offer to bring peace. What if the only reason Putin has been allowing this to happen and just go on and not do anything. Because that's really what Russia's doing. They bomb the shit out of them and they wait. They bomb the shit out of them and they wait. What if that whole point was just waiting for Donald Trump to go back? Because Donald Trump comes back as Speaker of the House right before the election when the whole world's, or when the liberals are persecuting him and he makes peace with Ukraine and Russia. How does that change the public perspective of him? People are really going to be standing with Ukraine then, huh? Ah. Now wow. Donald Trump comes in and saves the country at the last minute. They start providing legend. The Congress starts having bipartisan support. Funding starts flowing in. Kamala Harris is president. They remove Joe Biden with the 25th or through impeachment. But I think there's a, something up their sleeve to remove Kamala Harris as well. And so the Speaker of the House is second in line of secession behind the vice president. Right. And so we could quite literally see Donald Trump being back in the White House relatively shortly. Imagine if Joe Biden got 25th Amendment, got removed. Okay. Or imagine during the impeachment proceedings that they're bringing all this stuff out about Joe Biden. All of a sudden, a name drop comes out and Kamala Harris is named in the corruption. Yeah. And now they start impeachment proceedings on Kamala Harris, who becomes president. Trump. Yeah. Trump, Trump, Trump. This could happen. Wow. I think this is actually going to happen. I, I'm, I'm, I, I actually think that this could happen. Trump card? Well, this would be the Trump card. And just imagine that. Then they get rid of Mayorkas, they get rid of Ray, they get rid of Garland. They get rid of Austin. Congress already looks willing. I mean, the Congress supported, the Democrats supported Matt Getz on removing hmm. McCarthy. They knew damn well that Matt Getz was going to nominate Donald Trump. Why would they support him on this? That is weird. <laughs> yeah. Unless they understand that there's a reckoning coming. 
and that nothing can stop what's coming. And they're all making deals. Because at the end of the day, they don't want to lose their power in their position. Yeah, they're probably trying to look as many moves ahead and position themselves in places where they don't get kicked in the nuts, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term. So I think you're right. Um, they probably all anticipate something like this happening, and they're all making moves to benefit themselves. And we'll see how it unfolds. I'm just saying there is there is just a coup in Congress. And what did they do? They evicted Nancy Pelosi. Hmm? Feinstein's yeah. dead. Yeah. The next is the Senate, right? Mitch McConnell. I bet you Mitch McConnell is going to be out soon. Schumer will be out soon. Adam Schiff will be out soon. Something's going to happen over the next few months where these people leave. I, I'm just saying. There is something brewing. Donald Trump has somehow infiltrated Congress and allowed this coup to occur. Because this was a coup. I believe it was a coup. Matt Getz and the Freedom Caucus, they just ousted the speaker with a Jeffersonian motion, the motion to to vacate, right? Yeah. So with a motion to vacate, that was a Jeffersonian motion that they reserved the right for. They used it, ousted Kevin McCarthy, and now get to bring in Donald Trump, and they have the majority to get Donald Trump in. Just the word coup gets me. I mean... Well, can a coup be it. legal if you have a legal? Yeah, well, coup? think about it. They cooed the twenty twenty election. They cooed the twenty twenty two election in Congress. I- imagine all the Democrats right now that won their elections simply because of the cheating of the Democrats. Yeah. Okay. In Congress, knowing that we 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 already already know. That there's no way they can cheat in 2024. This is why they're so hell-bent on stopping Donald Trump from running. Okay? Which means that those positions will be up, and if they can't cheat and take the president's election away, how are they going to get the congressional seats? Which these people are probably sitting there going, oh, I might want to start playing the game. Might want to start getting in line. I don't know. I'm just speculating here. Right. But if Donald Trump become Speaker of the House. This is going to be historical and absolutely biblical, epic, beyond proportion to what you can imagine. And he's not going to sit on his hands, I'll tell you that right now. He's not. He's going to He's gonna get shit done. <laughs> All right. So, interesting enough, Vladimir Putin today uh, said Thursday Russia's mission was to create a new world and blame Western homogeny for Moscow's grinding offensive in Moscow. Putin has portrayed Russia's full-scale military invention in Ukraine, launched in February, as part of a long-standing confrontation with the West. He said, we are tasked essentially with building a new world, and adding that the West is aiming for their own Western global homogeny. And he goes, the West has always needed an enemy, and that today is us, but we are not going to let that happen. So what happened? They fired a missile. Russia deploy nuclear-powered missiles threatens the West with response. Putin says Russia will deploy a nuclear-powered missile soon. This comes after a successful test of a nuclear-powered and nuclear-capable cruise missile with a potential range of many thousands of miles. Putin also declined to rule out the possibility it could carry out weapons tests involving nuclear explosions for the first time in more than three decades. 
Putin warned the West of a response to the pressure and his willingness to end the war. There is permanently increasing military and political pressure from the West. We have to respond. I have said many times, and it is not us who started the war with Ukraine. On the contrary, we are trying to end it. The West has lost a sense of reality. Ukrainian conflict is not about territories. The issue is about global order. It's right there, folks. It's right there. Damn. That's right. And so yesterday, during the same time the EBS was going off in the United States, Russia ran a, uh, a nuclear emergency drill. That's right. Russia is ramping up for nuclear war, people. And so if you watch Redacted today, and maybe I can pull up that scene of uh, Clayton because it's actually a really good scene here that to discuss and talk about. Where the hell is it? Okay, there it is. Yes. So it, it, it's six minutes, but I'm going to play just some of it, okay? Mm-hmm. Something big could be about to unfold in Ukraine, and there are a few pieces of big news this morning that I want to bring to you. Of course, Russians are staying totally tight-lipped about it. Putin is not saying a word, as you can imagine, but satellite images don't lie and reports on the ground don't lie. We'll get to that in a second. But first, over the past 48 hours, we've gotten multiple reports of an increased number of young Ukrainian men racing to get the hell out of Ukraine. And whatever men are left there are trying to get out. Reports have Russia prepping something very large. So if you're a young Ukrainian man who's about to be killed, you are fleeing right now to Romania before Putin launches whatever it is he's about to launch. So how it works is this way. You have to pay $5,000, according to reports, to an escort. They will hide you. They will pay off border guards so you can escape Ukraine into Romania and other areas. Cars filled with young men who've paid off border guards are driving across the Romanian border. But not all of them are making it there. Here's a car full of young Ukrainian men yesterday captured by police trying to flee the war, arrested, thrown to the ground by Ukrainian police. Don't forget, guys. You have to bribe these cops if you want to survive and get out of NATO's war. Remember, the U.S. State Department leaked memo this week confirms that Ukraine is the most corrupt nation in Europe. So these guys will take your bribes. Don't be shy about giving these border guards money if you want to survive. Ukraine has gotten so desperate for men that this man with no leg was just told that he can report for duty. You can't make this up. And news reports show Ukraine has lost over 500,000 dead. 500,000 dead and 1.3 million permanently injured with arms and legs blown off for NATO's war. You see row upon row upon row of Ukrainian flags fluttering over freshly dug graves. Thousands of these. The average age of the soldier fighting on the front lines for Ukraine is 40 years old. And this is stunning. Look at your screen. This is normally called the age pyramid, where you would have a lot of young people at the bottom and fewer old people at the top because they die off, an aged pyramid. But in Ukraine, they never had young people. 15 to 20 year olds simply don't exist. In the year 2000, Ukrainians were simply not having babies after the fall of the Soviet Union. So the largest population is 30 to 60 year olds in Ukraine. And notice that 300,000 number is roughly the amount of these people left. That means 500,000 people killed 
and you literally wiped away a massive portion of Ukraine's population. The numbers don't lie. NATO has helped kill most of Ukraine. I'll say that again. NATO has helped kill most of Ukraine. I hope NATO is proud of what they've done here. So this brings me to reports of Russia readying something big. As former UN weapons inspector Scott Ritter just told us, Putin is under pressure at home to get this done before winter sets in. So what does it mean, get this done? What does that look like for Russia? Well, that's just a few weeks away now as winter is ready to unfold. Now that Ukrainian forces have run out of ammunition and vehicles and frankly men, what will happen now? What will Russia do? This is the moment perhaps they've been waiting for. And reports over the past few days show that Russia is building large railroad infrastructure to bring weapons and personnel to the front, also to make life easier in uh, what was formerly eastern Ukraine. As Colonel Douglas McGregor just told my friend the judge, something is happening. There's nothing stopping them from attacking, so why haven't they attacked? Well, the answer, of course, from the uh, people in the administration and elsewhere is, well, the Russians are incompetent. They can't do it. Well, that's ridiculous. They've been swatting the Ukrainians like flies. The Ukrainians are being annihilated. Every time they stick their heads up, they're killed. The Russians can clearly attack. Putin doesn't really want to advance any further west than he absolutely has to. The bad news for us is that right now the Russians have completed between two and 300 uh, extra kilometers of rail lines into eastern Ukraine. That's for logistics. That indicates uh, the real preparation potentially for a massive offensive towards the West. A massive offensive towards the West right before the winter freeze. Could that be about to unfold? Prepare to see a whole lot more videos of young people, what's left of them, trying to get the hell out of Ukraine ASAP. So that's the news update. But before we go, I wanted to bring you a piece of breaking. Okay. Thank you, Clayton. Wow. So there's something happening there, right? Yeah. Now, I wrote about this earlier today, and mm -hmm. I kind of reached out to a few people I knew yeah. and asked about what their thoughts were on this. From what I've heard, Putin has been preparing war with the West. We just talked about this. We know that Putin said in his own words, this is about the global order. It's not about yeah. anything else but the global order, okay? Um, Putin in recent weeks had discussed NATO supplies to Ukraine to include tanks, missiles, and other various assets. He talked about Germany and the Taurus missile. He talked about um, the UK or Britain and providing uh, instructors doing that on territory in Ukraine. The US giving them various different missiles, tanks, F-18 or F-16, so forth, right? Yeah. A possible attack on Western Ukrainian military bases, which are the forward position for the deployment of these assets, could be the target. It is highly unlikely Putin would target Kyiv, yet possible. My thoughts are that in, with the winter coming, Putin would want to disable and set back Ukraine as much as possible. Removing their military supply chain right before winter would be devastating and just about crush any Ukrainian offensive or defensive position for months, but it would also provoke Western involvement. Yeah. Okay. Not only that is if Putin, so Putin actually hit a few of the Western Ukrainian military bases at the beginning of the Ukraine war. Now 
this is the Ford deployments position where all U.S. and German tanks and all that stuff is coming in. It's coming into Western Ukraine because Russia occupies Eastern Ukraine. I think Putin's going to take out those assets, the new missiles coming in, the new munitions coming in, the new tanks coming in with his forward position that he has in Eastern Ukraine right now. Mm-hmm. And this is going to do a few things. Number one, it's basically going to disable Ukraine for the entire winter months, which is bad. Number two, it's, it's going to provoke a Western response, either kinetic on the ground or non-kinetic in the United Nations Security Council, this type of thing. Mm-hmm. Number three is that it's going to produce an uprising in Ukraine. The people are sick and fed up in Ukraine. Russia is trying to utilize psychological warfare, a war of attrition against the Ukrainian people to do exactly what the United States did to Ukraine in 2014, to where the people go out there, they begin protesting against Zelensky, they rise up and they replace their government with someone who's pro-Russian. That's where that's where we're at right now. I could see that occurring. But then Donald Trump comes in and who knows what could happen. Right. Who Gosh. knows what could happen? So Yep, that's right Roxy, the whole world is watching. It's just what an epic time to be alive. I mean, just absolutely amazing time to be alive for everybody out there. I just, it's like, I can't even believe it, right? Like, we are living in the heart. I mean, people in generations are going to be like, man, I wish I lived back then. That would have been so vibrant. This is like us living in 1776. Like, man, we just <laughs> lived through the American Revolution, dude. Like, whoa, it was intense. <laughs> like, that's how where we're at right now. Yeah. It's pretty powerful. And, and, you know, we're, we're very blessed and fortunate that we have the ability to communicate the way that we communicate. Oh, yeah. Could be worse. Yep. So what happened with the Arizona Secretary of State, Governor, and the Attorney General? Where did they go? What do you mean? So last week, Katie Hobbs, her Secretary of State and her Attorney General, all left Arizona, gave up their positions for the day, gave it to a Republican, he, and nobody knows where they went or what they were doing. Still? Still. What? Yeah. So here's the thing is, he, who is the Secretary of Treasury, assumed the position of governor. She could have called a special session and done some damage, but she didn't. She should have. She absolutely should have. What is going on? So a new report is out there. U.S. politics continue to be a chaotic subject. And a new poll finds the majority of Americans are rapidly losing faith in their country's leaders. From the ousting of the Speaker of the House to the mounting controversies engulfing the current president and his predecessor, over 7 in 10 people say no one they trust to save them from the end of the world event. Such problems as the so-called doomsday clock, a tick closer to end times. Yikes. 71% don't trust the U.S. government. That's not good. Nope. <laughs> but, I mean, it's warranted. Yep. Um, there was also another part of this. Well, maybe it is good. 
Well, I, I think it is good that they don't trust the government, right? Now they're trying to say that Trump allegedly discussed U.S. nuclear submarines with foreigners after leaving the White House. This is nothing but hearsay and just bullshit. Don't believe it, people. Um, where is it? There is up oh, there 41. Um, okay. One in four believe a nuke event or World War III will ignite the apocalypse. I'll say that again. 25% of people believe that a nuclear event or World War III will ignite the apocalypse. That's 25% of Americans. They're certain. Oh, yeah. That's 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 not good. Hopefully not. And, and so what did we have happen today? What Since else? March 2020, Treasury bonds with maturities of 10 years or more have plummeted 46%. They're calling it a collapse in the treasury bond market. And has been, this is one of the worst in history. So that's wow. just under the losses seen in the stock market when the dot-com bubble burst. The bond route is worse than the one seen in 1981 when the 10-year yield neared 16%. There's a bond market sell-off that's sending yield soaring. Um, it is starting to eclipse some of the most extreme market meltdowns in past eras. Bloomberg reported losses on Treasury bond with maturities of 10 years or more had notched 46% since March 2020, while a 30-year bond had plummeted, uh, plunged 53%. Those losses are nearly in line with stock market losses seen during the worst crashes in recent history. When equities slumped 49% after the dot-com bubble burst and 57% in the aftermath of 2008, compared with pre uh, previous bond market meltdowns, long-term Treasuries are seeing one of the most extreme undoings in history. The losses are over twice as big as those seen in 1981 when the 10-year yields neared 16%. The crash came as the former Federal Reserve pair, Chair Paul Volcker grappled with historic inflation and pushed the federal funds rate to just under 20%. While interest rates remain well below the level today, the central bank's aggressive turn towards monetary tightening in the post-pandemic era has caused a similar bond market route. Uh, mm -hmm. The traders have continued selling amid concerns of rebounding inflation, while the deluge of Treasury issuance this year has also pressured the bond prices. Now, I know this is a lot of jargon. I'll tell you in a second what this all means. Long-duration yields have climbed to their highest level since 2007 as a result, with the 30-year note passing the 5% barrier for the first time in decades. Investors expect a similar path for the 10-year, which is hovering just above 4.7%. Well-known investors, including Bill Ackman, Ray Dalio, and Bill Gross, see the 10-year hitting 5% in the near-term future. What does this mean? What do you think, Vince? It's bad. It's, it, it, it's bad. It's bad to me, my buddy. <laughs> what, is it, what does it mean? So basically, you see, it. you see inversions. You see the inversion of what's known as the yield curve, typically before uh -huh. a massive economic downturn. Right, which right? we saw it just be like meh, 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 right meh, constantly. Last week we had the two-year yield spiking. This week we had the ten-year yield spiking. Now we're coming out with numbers: forty-six decline in the ten-year yield um, over the last few months. These are indicators, like the housing market, which mortgage rates are skyrocketing above 8%. Um, new mortgages have dropped to all-time lows. Mm -hmm. Okay, Housing prices are actually dropping because nobody can sell their houses in the market because it's so bad. Some okay. places. Then the dollar is just stable. Like It's almost like the Fed is pumping money in and keeping it stabilized. Weird, I know. Yep, printing. 
the Fed has put out a bid to avoid recession, but can't do that when the yields are nearing a 20-year high. And so the market reacted today a little bit, down a little bit everywhere, but you haven't seen nothing yet. I think 2024 is when we're going to see that. I, I, I've said between November and March is when we'll see the economic collapse. But just think about the stories that we're talking about today. Political destabilization, World War Three, economic collapse. I mean, man, firestorm event, huh? Hopefully it's exactly averted. what it is. Yeah. Hopefully it is averted. Uh, transition here. And no pun intended for the next article. Uh-oh. Planned Parenthood is helping teenagers transition. After a 30-minute consultation, parents and doctors are sounding an alarm. The abortion Good. provider is wading into transgender care, doling out prescriptions of estrogen and testosterone, including special to even special needs kids. This is sick, dude. Yep. <sighs> this is this is absolutely disgusting. And so 15-minute consultation. And they're prescribing and injecting these drugs in the kids, even kids with mental incapabilities. Sick. Absolutely horrendous. This shit needs to stop, guys. This is getting bad. And so a gentleman today uh, arrived yeah. at the Wisconsin um, house, governor house, with, oh, yeah. uh, with a gun trying to uh, talk I, to the governor. I saw they a rumbling about that. And yeah, they, they again, arrested huh? him. They arrested yeah. him, let him go, and he came back with a rifle. <laughs> Good God, this is just crazy. Well, but is they there almost, more? Yeah, is there more going on than we understand? They what want, they, they want drama. That's what's more. Well, go back to that Q post. They want crime. Expect a false flag inbound. What and did what we, we seen, dude? We've been seeing it already. When shit, and I called this morning show. Uh, when things go right, or what happens when things go right? Manchurian candidate, mm -hmm. just brainwashing, social unrest, crime. It's all going to start happening when they're super desperate. They're going to just go nuts. What happens My when you have God. no other choice? When your back is against the wall, yeah, you have to do what it takes. Yeah. So the Planned Parenthood thing. How many radical groups out there? We'll start bombing the living shit out of those Planned Parenthood offices. I'm telling you, it happened in the 80s. It happened in the 90s. We are getting to the point where rat. Are you? Did you just freeze with that look? Oh, sorry. Well, hopefully none, but I think that there's going to be some, and that's what I mean about false flags. What a great segue into proving. The FBI's leaked report to Newsweek. The DHS's leaked report to Newsweek mm -hmm. of how the DHS created a new bracket for MAGA Americans. Yes. Listen to Dan Bongino on this. Okay. I, it's hard to believe, man, that I raised my right hand to swear allegiance to a constitution to protect and defend this place. And it's descended into the police state we all just read about in the Encyclopedia Britannica when we were kids. I can't believe this is happening. But it is. But it is. This Newsweek article popped last night, folks. Again, this wasn't a leak. Make no mistake, this was a warning. This was done on purpose to scare you before the election. The only thing you can do is not live in fear. 
The federal government, quote, believes that the threat of violence and major civil disturbances around the 2024 U.S. presidential election is so great that it's quietly created a new category of extremists it seeks to track and counter. Donald Trump's army of MAGA followers. That's you. Or many of you. That's you. And make no mistake, if you in the listening audience are a Tim Scott, DeSantis, Nikki Haley supporter, whoever else you're running, you're next. Don't you think for a second that this is only about Donald Trump. This is about you. If Ron DeSantis takes over in the polls, it'll be about you next and him. This is a warning. This piece was sent out on purpose. This wasn't an accident. It goes on. Listen to this. This is critical. How the FBI shifted the definition of anti-government, anti-authority, violent extremist groups to include political views. They note here that right after January 6th, the FBI authored a report. And in this report, it shifted the definition. Listen to this. Of anti-government, anti-authority, violent extremism from furtherance of ideological agendas to furtherance of political or social agendas. For the first time, such groups could be so labeled because of their politics. This is not a freaking accident. The FBI, now in an official report they co-authored, is now targeting people because of their politics. Ladies and gentlemen, you, I told you it's only a matter of time, did I not, before the the knock is at your door. Do you think I was fucking with you? You think I'm wasting your time? You think these people who talk to me and these whistleblowers, this network now I have of people, you think they're telling me this stuff? You think I lied to you when I said it's only a matter of time for they're knocking on my door? By the way, I have from very reliable people. I don't have the details to give to you yet. I'm still waiting on the finals. That they are terrified of this movie coming out and are going to try to do something about it. More on that. Dan Bongino. The police state is here, people. And what are they preparing for? What are they so afraid of? What are they so scared of? Truth. They are afraid of you. They're afraid of me. They are afraid. See, Donald Trump is not MAGA. We are MAGA. Yeah. Donald Trump can't make America great again. Yep. It's going to be all of our labor that does it. That's right. We are the only ones that can make America great again. And understanding the Newsweek article and then Dan Bongino saying... They did this on purpose. They leaked this on purpose to scare you. Listen to this. See if you believe it or not. Do you think it was on purpose? Listen to Joe Biden. Speaker McCarthy, if I can. Speaker McCarthy, then Speaker McCarthy said that the two of you haven't spoken directly in a long time. Why is that? And are you committed to engaging more regularly with the next House Speaker? We had two agreements. We shook hands with on. And, uh, I assumed he was working with, uh, I knew he was working with the Democrats in the House and Senate. 
It wasn't for me to do anything. If he wanted to talk to me, I was available. I'm available to whomever wants to talk to me. But the idea that I was going to somehow convince McCarthy to change his view was not reasonable. Was the disarray on Capitol Hill after your conversation with allies yesterday worry you that you won't be able to deliver the aid that the U.S. has promised to Ukraine? It does worry me, and but I know there are a majority of members of the House and Senate in both parties who have said that they support funding Ukraine. With your, uh, I'm going to be announcing very shortly a major speech I'm going to make on this issue and why it's critically important for the United States and our allies that we keep our commitment. Mr. President, are you also concerned about the rest of your uh, domestic and foreign policy initiatives being in peril because of what we saw happen yesterday, the dysfunction in Congress, uh, the chaos that we saw on the House side? Does that concern you in any way? The dysfunction always concerns me. The programs that uh, we have uh, argued over, we passed bipartisanly. I'm not concerned that they're going to all of a sudden come in and try to undo them. Although there will be some. There will be some, I'm sure. There's uh, half a dozen or more extreme MAGA Republicans. What did he say there? There will be some, I'm sure. There's uh, half a dozen or more extreme MAGA Republicans who would like to eliminate just about everything I've done. Um, but uh, extreme MAGA Republicans setting the tone. What did I say was going to happen if they tries to seize power? Just like Zelensky did, right? They're going to go in there and they're going you to mean, seize the political opposition. Okay. So if let's just say Donald Trump gets become Speaker of the House, mm-hmm. they start the 25th Amendment impeachment process against Joe Biden. Something happens. Major event, World War III breaks out. Joe Biden declares martial law, goes in there and arrests the Freedom Caucus, Donald Trump, and everybody else. Yeah, he could go full tyrant, tyranny. tyranny. Yep. I think that's the only position that they have to actually retain power. It's the only thing that they can do to retain power. Yeah, but it's risky. Mm-hmm. Who's the military going to stand behind? Who's the military going to stand behind? Well, it depends on uh, which military. I mean, just imagine if they go on an impeachment streak. Kamala, Ray, uh, you got Mayorkas, you got Garland, then you get Austin, Secretary of Defense Austin. What happens if his replacement comes in and likes Donald Trump? I don't know. There's just so many variables at play here right now. Oh, yeah, there are. It's a web. So Joe Biden's administration bypassed 26 federal laws to uh, build an additional border wall in South Texas. That's racist. That's racist. My walls are racist. You shouldn't do that. They don't know what to do, man. There's... But Biden finally called for immediate relief at the border. And he went out there, bypassed 26 laws, which means that he violated 26 laws, which the Supreme Court has been fucking silent on because they can overrule all this stuff. They can even go in there and jump in with with Donald Trump with his New York City cases, but they're not. But either way, they built it in a place that isn't going to matter for the immigrants coming over because they're not coming over there. This is just to keep some dem votes maybe or something. I don't know. I don't know. Because everyone's sick of it. I don't know. I I don't know. Appeal appeasement. I I don't really know. Um, 
there, there wasn't much news today. Um, I, I think what we'll do is let me just see here. Did you have anything that you wanted to talk about specifically? Um, I guess there's some developments with the big Mike or not big Mike with the Obamas and that. Mm, well, you, you can't that so that one account that we posted earlier, it's the mm-hmm. Trumpetarian. Is that BS? Yeah, yeah, they are absolute garbage. Uh-oh. So they are nothing more than fucking disinformation. They are just posting garbage on there. Well, so if not. you guys have seen this big account that's coming out there now, it's called the Trumpetarian or something like yeah. that on Twitter. Yeah. Stay away from them. In my opinion, they are just posting absolute garbage. I don't even follow them. I Someone must have retweeted it. I'm just going to block him. Is this him? No, this isn't him. Okay, Treasure Tress is being distributed. Anyway, let me take a quick look. Awesome. Yeah, it's Thursday. We're doing an after chat tonight as well, right? Well, that's what I was about to say is we're doing an after chat tonight. So the after chat will start in 30 minutes from now. The Zoom is open immediately after this, so you guys can go and jump into the Zoom. Um, You got to just go on over to socialredpill.com to become a member. Socialredpill.com. You can get that subscription. If you don't know where the Zoom link is, it's in the group section under your specific group of your subscription. Just message me, DM me, DM Vince. Post it on the feed. Be like, hey, I need the link. We will DM you the link. I will be there in just a little bit. Um, for everybody wondering about the mushrooms, Chris Eriks was on the other day. He was talking about these amazing mushroom supplements that highly boosted his immune system, doubling the amount of immune fighting potentiality that he had in his body and helped him overcome um, uh, cancer. Um, if you guys are interested in those specific mushrooms, go to redpills.tv slash mushroom. Redpills.tv slash mushroom. That is the product that Chris was talking about. There's a few other products that he was talking about. Um, you, I think you, I don't know if he has them on his site. Not, yeah, there's microgreens and micronutrients. That's through the globe. That's through um, uh, another company. And then there's another nutrient that he was talking about as well. No, it was just Fenben. But, uh, but yeah, so check that out if you wanted that mushroom supplement specifically. Uh, this is one that I use right here. This is the Super Immune Mushroom Complex for everybody out there. And this is from Herba Mama. And Super Immune Mushroom Complex has uh, a massive amount of mushrooms in there, as you can see. It does have the... Uh, Very blurry. Was talking about in there, but only 10 milligrams. But, anyways, that's the one that I've been taking. I did order some of this one that uh, that Chris was talking about. Yeah. Want to try it myself? So, redpills.tv slash mushroom for that. Um, don't forget, guys, like with the yields and everything like that that's happening with the economy, you want to be settled with your finances. You want to have an IRA and gold and silver. You want to have your 401k. Uh, diversified enough to where if the market does tank that you can be secured. And if you're just going to keep your money in your 401k and the market tanks, don't touch it. If you're going to do anything, don't sell into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's be careful folks. Now, one thing that you can do is you take out, like, let's say you take out a 50% loan out of your 401k and you just hold on to that money and wait for the market to collapse. And when it collapses, then you take that money, buy back in. Just saying, there's just some suggestions here. Uh, but if you guys are interested in that, you can hit me up 
um, on socialredpill.com, and I'd be glad to talk to you guys about that. Yeah. Uh, but tonight, After Dark Q&A, After Dark Q&A, that's uh, on Zoom. That is, you can find that on the socialredpill.com. Uh, tomorrow night, Vince, are you doing the Fringe tomorrow night? Yep, Fringe tomorrow night. And I did want to mention something before we sign off. Yeah. With this whole escalation of what's going on with uh, the war in Ukraine and Russia and with NATO and the East and the West and this head of the Hydra, that head of the Hydra and the New World Order and Putin's fairer New World Order and all this stuff, there was a little bit of positivity that came out. And that was the news that <clears throat> the French military is exiting Ni Niger. Oh, well, look at that. Troops. So I'm just like, uh-oh, is something happening? Well, that means Russia won. But yeah. you got to remember, if you go back to Marcone uh, a few months ago, he was saying that he really likes BRICS and would like to join BRICS. So uh, not all hope's lost. You know, we yep. just go day by day. And I'm looking, for, looking forward to seeing the Red Pill family tonight. On yeah, it's going to be a great chat. We're, I don't know what we're going to talk about, but we'll have a good time. So you guys can check that out. We'll uh, we'll be on over there. You guys are more than welcome to join right now. I'll be over there in about 15, 20 minutes. I got a few things to go take care of. Got donations today, by the way. Oh, yeah, we do. We had a few come in. Uh, Battle of the Streams. Give the shout-outs here. Hillbilly Jack Hill celebrating an eight-month substreak. Thank you so much, Hillbilly. Uh, Dean the Bean 911 donated one diamond. Hillbilly Jack Hill, five lemons. Get her done, five lemons. Thank you so much, Dean the Bean. Hillbilly Jack Hill and get her done. Um, Dragon Fly Dog just filed. Dragon Fly Dog, hey. thank you for the file. Hey, head on up to socialredpill.com as well as redpills.tv. Redpills.tv is our primary website. Make sure you subscribe over there. But go over to socialredpill.com. Sign up there. It's a private social network. Tons of fun. We have a great time. You can post anything you want on there, just about anything you want on there. And then we have the live Zooms at night. So go check that out. Roxy SDG69 donated one ice cream. Grismo73 lemons. Dean the Bean 911 one ice cream. Thank you so much, Dean the Bean, Grismo, and Roxy. Grandma5 Revolt, three lemons. Still bad too. Get to the cookie. This is why I watch you guys. Keep it up. Love it. Thank you so much, Still Bad and Grandma5 Revolt. RMUAFC2, gifted a cookie. Thank you, gentlemen, for everything you do. Thank you so much. Thank you. RMUAFC2. Princess Little 8, three ice creams, and Cat 24, two lemon. Thank you guys all for all the donations. And if you guys want to make a donation, if you guys want to help us out and support us in any way, go to redpills.tv. There's a way to do that in the main menu. It says support us. There's a, um, a Give, Send, Go campaign, redpills.tv slash go. There is Cash App. Uh, one of the best ways is to use our affiliates. Use the, you know, Dr. Kirk Elliott, PhD, um, which is getgoldtoday.com, my pillow, which is uh, promo code RPP, my Patriot Supply. Get those. Uh, what does they say is not working? Your website is not working. What is not working? Website is working. Also, redpill.com. Now, let me see. Um, yep, all, the, all of them are working. If you're talking about the mushroom link, let me see. Thank you, Jesus Turner. So whoever said that, all the links are working. Um, I had everything working. So redpills.tv slash mushroom is for the mushrooms. Socialredpill.com. Um, also, well, actually, oh, I see what you're saying. So, yeah, Vince, don't put, w, or don't put www in socialredpill.com. Okay. So well, just put... Uh, yeah, so HTTPS. Sorry about that. Social, that's okay. 
So uh, a lot of people ask too, like, hey, I want the information you're talking about. That's all available too if you sign up on redpills.tv when it asks for your email. Mm -hmm. You'll get a daily email, what's coming up, what we're up to, as well as like show notes at the bottom from the Substack. So you can get those every day into your inbox if you sign up there and keep in touch with us as well, which is great. Uh, or subscribe directly at Substack. Right. Go to our Substack and you'll get all of our updates on all of our shows. And for, for everybody out there who the social red pill link that Vince put out there is not working, just go to www.redpillpatrons.com. P-A-T-R-O-N-S.com. I just posted that link as well. And so if that link wasn't working, sometimes those www dots don't. Um, no, that's okay. They don't send over correctly. So uh, Joe Biden moment. Joe Biden moment. All right, guys. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. You all take care. Have a great night. I will see you guys next time. Vince, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Good night, guys. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me I patched the game. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.